What is up, ladies and gentlemen? What is up? We're back. How are you doing today, Ryan? Oh, I'm doing great. Up and peachy and living life. Living life, baby. We are here with Just Servants. Just Servants. What does Just Servants mean? Just Servants is um, who we are and who we're who we're supposed to be. You know, you know what? I was looking back at our notes and I saw this thing and it said, "We are to serve as if Jesus Christ was our boss." Boom! Drop the mic. Boom. Don't drop the mic. It's not ours, but yeah. It's not, but still, that is an amazing way to live life. So who do we have here with us, Ryan? We have none other than the Landon Grant LG Productions. Boom. Hey, Landon. Hey, man. How you doing? (laughs) I'm doing phenomenal. Phenomenal. So, who are you? Well, I was a country boy raised here in North Carolina. Darn tootin'. We're back home. And, uh... Got three kids and a lovely wife that keeps me out of jail. Oh, yeah? <laughs> really? Yeah. Bombs. She's me down a lot, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Couldn't do a life without her. One time we made a bomb with them. We're not supposed to say you that. can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not supposed to say that. We made a bomb. He didn't teach us, though. No, no. No. <laughs> not like we went to South Carolina the next day to get $400. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay, um, what do you do? Okay, so in life now, um, we are in video production. We love to, to go out and do lots of different things. We actually, man, we work for a lot of big companies, mm-hmm. but also locally, but most of our work, well, I'd say probably 75% is you know, out of town. Yeah. So we travel all over the United States, sometimes across the ocean. Ooh, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. When was your last trip across the ocean? Oh, man. And what were you doing? Oh, wow. So we did a promo for Panama. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, actually... Was it Jordan? A, yeah, it was Jordan. Yep. So uh, Live and Water Retreat. Man, that was just an amazing thing. Uh, to be able to go down there, do video production for them, just to tell a little bit about more what the camp is, and especially people that are scared to go on mission trips for the first time, mm-hmm. actually see what it's like, the conditions, and like you're in the middle of the jungle. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, beautiful. Now, Landon, what is the biggest job so far you've had with if you're allowed to say it at the moment but what is the biggest job and most fun job you've had too Ooh, are those different ones or are those the same oh wow man every every day we do different stuff and we have a lot of you know big clients small clients all the same but we have been getting into i guess like the monster energy kind of market Mm -hmm. uh, the radical crazy athletes and we have a big running relationship with, with them and many others. Um, like, for example, Gray Ledbetter, up-and-coming uh, professional racer. She's raced about anything mm-hmm. that you can think of. Um, I got my Greaves shirt on today, mm-hmm. actually. Shout-out to yeah. CJ Greaves. Um, you know, it's just great to be able to work with, with athletes like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, as humble they are, as, um, man, they uh, – and just to see that people look up to them is mm-hmm. incredible, and they give their time. So we do a lot of different things, like uh, either Jeep promos or, or, you know, big shoots. We just got back from the Sierra Nevadas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was beautiful out there last couple of weeks, um, doing a shoot out there. Uh, so we just we do a lot of everything. Uh, we used to we got kind of started doing real estate, um, and then we actually did a, a film called Strangled Film. Mm-hmm. Um, that yep. really gave us a mark in, I guess, life in the production field. Um, 
One of our head actors was Mark Robinson. Uh, he's actually a lieutenant governor in North Carolina. It was pretty, kind of before he was famous. Um, but anyways, uh, what that was, is it was a true story about a young man that committed three armed robberies. Um, he was destined for hell, was not a born again, but he got saved in jail almost right after he hung himself. Born again? Yes. What does born again mean? Born again. Whoo! Well, born again is something that is, you know, everybody's like, what do you mean born again? It's the second birth. No, it's the birth in, in Jesus to actually believe. And that, you know, to be born again is to believe that you trust, you know, everybody gets scared of born again. No, you're not jumping in your mama's womb again. Okay? <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? So these are words that, you know, for for a lot of people that are not churched or anything like that, it's like, man, you're weird, man. What are you talking about? But... uh Anyways, he, uh, God was able to open up his eyes in jail through two pastors that came and visited him the next morning and changed his life around. And we, I heard his story. I was like, man, we've got to do a movie on this. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, we did. And uh, it was a blessing. Mm -hmm. um, I remember the premiere night, you know, the yep. theater was sold yep. out, over 1,200 people. I was there. Ooh, it was crazy. Yep. Yes. So after, you know, that we dabbled in, you know, film, but really after that was setting up to success and later. Um, so if you can do a movie, it took us eight months to do, by the way. So if you can do a movie, you can do everything else. And yep. we did. It was awesome. Word. Now, Landon? Yep. What did you do growing up and how did you get where you're at now? Holy smokes. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you know, my mom, my parents, um, they always let me do crazy stuff. No oh, matter yeah. What. I mean, wakeboarding, water skiing, snowboarding, it didn't matter. I mean, we were, I was on a motorcycle every once in a while. I mean, it was really kind of crazy. I was that kid that was always willing to take risk, you know. Uh, so, you know, during that, leading up to everything, you know, I mentioned dirt bikes. Mm -hmm. And when God really got a hold of my life, you know, when I was 16, but at that point, you know, I don't know if I was truly born again because sin really didn't hurt. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It wasn't yeah. until later in life, till about word of life, mm -hmm. um, when I truly understood what sin was and how it hurt. And at that point, I believe it's like God actually transformed me. Yep. And that's when I went to Bible college mm -hmm. in Argentina. 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 Listen, there's hope. Dubs. Whoa. If there's hope, I'm telling you. Uh, I failed Spanish in high school, and now I'm, <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm fluent in Spanish, and my wife speaks Spanish, and that's how we met. Um, she's a North Davidson yep. high school Spanish teacher, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, anyways, kind of cool. So, with your family, and with the question earlier, you travel a lot, okay? Yes. So, how how do you happen to balance your travel life with your family life and how do you put them first and provide for them while you're traveling and working yeah it's really it's really quite cool mm -hmm. a lot of people um, work nine to five and they come home eat dinner with them and then they go to bed yep. you know what I mean yeah. my case is I'm gone three to four or five days sometimes um, I'd say at least 10 to 15 times a year mm -hmm. but during those that I'm not gone, hey, you want to go snowboard? Yeah. You want to go to the park? You want to go to do this? Mm -hmm. I'm literally off. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's one of those cool dynamic things. Like, you might work your nine-to-five job, but us, hey, you want to go to Panama next week? Yeah, exactly. You want to go to Guatemala? <laughs> Let's go. So mm -hmm. that's the flexibility yep. that we have. 
of course, we have to be there for our clients, and we're kind of like a firehouse. You know, when they call, we go because yep. they wouldn't be calling us if not. Mm-hmm. Word, word. So now the big topic that we're going to talk about today is um, something that I have seen you do throughout my childhood, and we went to the same church together all for a long, long time, and I just really admire how you turn what you love into a ministry. And so our question for you today is how do you turn what you love into a ministry? But we're going to start off by your your history doing that. Okay. So my heart is really for children's ministry, for youth ministry, because that's what impacted my life the most is during those times of molding. Um, it's just like a, if you got a, a boat, you're building a boat. If you don't start out with a good mold and bring that boat up to be a boat, it ain't going to be a boat, okay? Mm-hmm. So when you do that to youth and teach them biblical principles early in, it's a big deal. So it was really cool. You know, I've always had a love for dirt bikes, but really didn't ride dirt bikes professionally or nothing. I just loved it. It was one of those things like, man, you used to want to go riding with your friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I came off the mission field. I was in Guatemala for like five years, went to Bible college in Argentina and traveled all over, I guess, Central and South America. And I wanted to really come back here and have a heart for ministry. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to come back home and minister to my people, you know know what I mean? Because God used that time to be able to transform my life and to understand how important it is to to reach your home people. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did. We came back. And then lo and behold, after I came back, I met my wife. And then after that, it just was amazing. Okay. So I was like, what are we going to do? So my grandmother, my great-grandmother died. She passed away. And the property that we're on today mm-hmm. was hers. And she had, you know, some land. And I was like, I wonder what we could do. Man, I was going to build a wakeboard park. Because obviously, mm-hmm. that was the first kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I was going to put a big lake here in our backyard. Like a pulley <laughs> system. And they have one in Lexington now. Yeah, yep. they do. One day, we're going to do surf and turf. We're going to uh, motorcycle, you know, mm-hmm. and then go surfing. That, That's you know, awesome. That would be dude. pretty cool. That would be and very eat, cool. surf and turf. All right, side note. So I was like, you know, God, what do you want us to do? And then my son, you know, we had him a four-wheeler, mm-hmm. and he started riding in the backyard. Then I cut it down. I cut the field down a little track. I was like, mm-hmm. man, we're on to something. And then I was like, hold on. Well, what if we get a bunch of people to come, and we could use it as a ministry? Well, man, it happened. Mm-hmm. It didn't just happen. Mm-hmm. It, it got happened, so big. Happened. It got big. It got so big, the government shut us down because they said, yeah. you can't have... You can't have thousands of people in your backyard. What are you doing? <laughs> yep. They were wanting to make us put in a turning lane and everything. And then we had a successful ministry for almost four years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And people's lives were transformed. We were able to, to teach them biblical principles mm-hmm. every Saturday. We had practice every Saturday. We stopped. We had special speakers all the time. Mm-hmm. When we had motos and races, we would stop. We'd have two motos. Yep. And during the middle, we would mm-hmm. stop and share the gospel and biblical principles. And you never mm-hmm. know who would be out here. There Amen. would be the highest top level professional athletes to, you know, like movie stars. It was crazy the people that we were able to get to come mm-hmm. out here to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. They're all on the same page. But who else, you know, better to do it than to do it with your fan, friends and family because it took a small army to do it. I believe you guys have even been out here yeah, to yeah. help. Yep. I, mean, like, I was a cone guy. It goes, yep, it yep. goes back <laughs> way so much. But, you know, in ministry, if you're not doing grab somebody else's hand that's doing it because yep. it's out yep. there. you got to look. Did y'all so, hear that, guys? If you're not doing it, grab someone else's hand that's doing it. 
That's a, that's a trademark line right there. Yeah. Trademark that, line. That's a quote. Sir. A quote of the year right Sir. there. 2022. Yes. 2022 <laughs> is about to be over, too. That's right. So, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> now, Landon, how do you how do you start? Like, we, we just got to that, but like, where do you where do you begin to think, you know what, I want to do this? Like, where do you start it at? Let me tell you this really quick. It's like, it was crazy. Even videography. So we'll go back into saying any hobby that kind of turns on. And if you're if you're truly a follower of God, it will come out of you. Mm-hmm. The fruit yep. will, will be bearing and it will come abundantly. But if you're not bearing Guaranteed. fruit, you need to check yourself out and do a self-evaluation because mm-hmm. you may not be born again. You may not be a believer. If that sin does not truly hurt, then there is seriously a heart problem, okay, with your salvation. So when all that stuff pours out of you, you can't not make anything you do in ministry and have fun. So just like videography, man, I've always had a video camera in my hand, and it really kind of started getting serious because of Midway Rent Across. Mm-hmm. Because through Midway, we just started it. Just with a couple friends and right. like, dude, we could actually do this. Mm-hmm. And then other people come out of the woodworks that I've never met in my life yeah. that are lifelong friends, lifelong friends, and it just happened. Mm-hmm. Like, if you put the work in, it will happen. And by God's grace, He put people in my life because I didn't know. I've never owned a track or anything in my life. <laughs> people thought I was crazy. My wife. <laughs> Well, let's not even talk about that. <laughs> but she saw the end game, and it was awesome. And, man, I still get emotional every time. When you see, you know, people and kids out on the hill, mm. and we're also, guess what? If you have a kid's track or a youth track, they got to bring their family, their moms, their dads, mm-hmm. their uncles, their cousins, their friends come. Everybody's here. So right. it's not just the 100 racers that we have. It's their whole family. Yep. And guess what? We shut everything down on the big mic. You can't run away from that mic, man. Uh-huh. You could hear it all the way at North Davidson High School. So yep. it was pretty loud yep. anyways, but it's all good. But you have to be willing and do it. Did we mm. make any money? Heck no. <laughs> we wasted our life savings. <laughs> but you know what? We did finally break even the last year, mm-hmm. um, and then we got shut down, and I didn't take that very well. I was wrestling with God pretty much on that one. I was like, mm-hmm. God, why? You provided so much. We were able to to stay. We couldn't charge at that last point because it got so big. They said, hey, we, they put a bunch of regulations on us, but it was in God's time. We didn't charge for that whole last year, uh, but we still had kids coming out, and God provided for that. Mm-hmm. So... If you're not doing it, just do it and don't give up. There's going to be yep. times you're going to want to give up, but you got to keep sending it. Mm-hmm. Just send it. Yeah. Send it. So we heard the Midway Arena Cross. What else have you done that where you've turned your your love and your passions into a ministry? I definitely have to say my current job. Yep. Um, just like the movie that we did, Strangled Film. Mm-hmm. It used to be on Amazon. It uh, went pretty big. and It was just a blessing to be able to be involved with that. Um, but we took video in to the next level mm-hmm. of now, oh, I forgot about Honduras. We went to do a promo video there. We're going to Honduras. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah. So that was the latest video that we did out of the country. But I want to start doing more of that. Mm-hmm. And we have a gift and our team has a gift. And on most of the times, you know, we don't charge mm-hmm. for anything like that. So if you want to donate to the cause, feel free. You know what I mean? <laughs> or if you have a place that we need to go tell a story about to get more people to, to come to give, the mm-hmm. biggest thing about those is they don't know. People are scared yep. to go and they don't know. Well, let's go. Let's tell mm-hmm. them about it. 
And maybe in the future, I want to start getting packages like a gimbal, a camera, a lighting, mm-hmm. drone. Yep. I want to go to that place that they can understand how important it is to use, teach mm-hmm. them how to use it, come back home mm-hmm. and watch their film because yep. it's not in the Bible. Everybody says it's in the Bible. You you give a man a fa- uh, you give a man a fish. He eats for a day. You teach him how to fish. He fish. He eats for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. That is not a Bible verse. Everybody gets confused. <laughs> but that is the true basic principle of that. Yep. Yep. Facts, facts. So now back to what Ryan was saying about how do you start it. How did you go about getting the money to start it? And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Most of it comes from your own money at Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. and friends helping out. Mm -hmm. It doesn't cost anything to run a shovel, does it? Nope. That's what we did. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then after you run a shovel and not posting on the internet, hey man, I need help. If you share about what you're doing and the purpose, mm-hmm. people will get behind you. And let me tell yep. you this. I shared the vision with one person, with several people. Mm-hmm. And a week later, we had equipment here with three bobcats and a dump truck mm-hmm. building the track for free. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yep. All right, God. All right, here we go. Buckle yep. your seatbelt. We're ready. Okay. Yep. My wife thought I was still crazy. So basically, you have to be willing to do it yourself, but you have to fully trust God in that time that He will provide. You know, people, you know, without vision, people will perish. And that is so true. If you don't have a vision of what it could look like in the future, you're not going to have a plan. So you have to come up with a plan. Now, am I the most unorganized person probably in life? Yes. I didn't keep (laughs) the calendar until like a couple years ago. And I told you that. I'm like, man. But that was really, and if people understand who I am, they'll understand. Yeah, that's that's that guy, okay? But I kind of a little bit radical in life. You know, I I love to take risk and I'm a Mm -hmm. big risk taker. Yep. But if you're not a risk taker, then what would you do? And I'm not telling that works for everybody. Absolutely Mm -hmm. not. I'm just wired a little different. Yep. Mm-hmm. Darn tootin'. Now, when it comes to, we talked about this a little before, when it comes to hiring people, at one point you hired Levi and I. Which, yeah, he did. Which, woo! Woo! <laughs> yes! I mean, woo! But at this point in stage, you are getting bigger. How do you how do you go about hiring people in general? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, the biggest thing is I need you to show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one, show up on time. Mm-hmm. Act semi-professional, Okay. <laughs> and uh, that's a big three things that I can work with. Yep. But we also have to hire at the level that we've gotten. We have to hire professionals. Yep. Professionals, the best in the industry. Um, because when we're on set for um, for doing a big Zumba shoot that took mm-hmm. 15 people, you know, for their DVDs for the world, mm-hmm. uh, or doing, you know, a, a Jeep shoot in Moab, or, yep. you know, doing, you know, a Dodge promotion, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter. Anything that we do, we have to be at the top of our level, the top of the game. Because this industry, they don't play. They'll get somebody else. Yep. All you yep. have to do is answer your phone and show up mm-hmm. and be professional. Mm. Man, that's all you got to do. Yep. It's crazy. So how would you go about um, hiring people or getting people to help you at the beginning when you're just starting? Would, are you willing to take anyone? Or are you willing to take someone with um, the heart behind it or what? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm willing to take about almost anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, we can't teach them how to edit. They need to know some basic skills and different things and video skills. Because yep. if you don't know how to run, work a regular camera, you're not mm-hmm. going to work the cameras we have. It's yep. just not. It's just I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. Yep. You know? yep. And so it's something like that. The, the biggest aspects or the biggest attributes that I look for in someone is just showing up on time. Mm-hmm. And that's, 
That's really and just being here. Yep. I can teach you and the willingness to stick with it because it's going to take a while. And every time, you know, what we're trying to do is we're trying to groom them to be the best of the best. And that's it. The best of the best. The best of the best. The best do you know who was the best of the best, Ryan? I have a, I have a, a good idea of who it is. I think that man's name is called, is named Jesus Christ. Name Jesus Christ. Not called because he still is His name alive. is Jesus Christ. And Landon, can you tell us about who Jesus Christ is and what he did for us? Well, he, uh, he came to save. His one only job was came to save sinners on this earth and to die a perfect life. And so that we could become born again and have a savior. Because what we really deserve, everybody, every one of us, we deserve the pits of hell. Yep. And by his grace, we have the opportunity to be rescued. And that's a big deal. Because, you know, everybody goes, I like Ray Comfort, you know, doing the, the Ten Commandments. So, all right today. So, you know, you got, you know, he goes right through them. And he's like, man, you're Lying, fornicating, you know, no good. He goes through all of them. And it's amazing, like, just one commandment we can't even pass. So it's like, man, Mm -hmm. we are destined for hell. And by God's grace, that if he opens our eyes, that we can become born again. You know, the thing is, is, you know, when we always go on evangelistic tours or whatever, you know, we always pray, say, Lord, please, please prepare their hearts that they might become born again. And that's a big deal because if God doesn't open their eyes, they will not become born again. Because there's no way that man can see um, the things of the Lord. There's no way. And it's amazing. When that happens, you see the true transformation and you see the fruits of that person. Man, I'll tell you what, it's exciting. It's it like, is. it's the best thing ever. Yeah. But it takes, it takes time and perseverance and prayer. Um, but man, it's so sweet when that happens. Well, thank you, Lanon. Thank you, Landon. Thank you, listeners. Thank Woo! you, listeners. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Levi. Have a phenomenal day. And Peace we will out. see y'all later. <laughs>